Chapter 63. Shit Happens. Have you ever been swallowed whole by a giant earthworm? A worm with teeth? Of course you haven't. People wouldn't live to tell the story if they had. Me? Not so lucky. I became much too familiar with the inner workings of the damn worm, the teeth tearing into me with the power to crush stone and create tunnels at prodigious speeds, trying to destroy and digest me. My sea regeneration abilities and greater heal were all that saved me. My shield and armor were nothing but tissue in the face of the daunting, compacting pressure, destructive power of internal acids and the blazing heat of the crawler's inner working. Legs and arms that were severed, my torso crushed to paste, my spine severed. The sheer destruction that my greater heal and regeneration needed to offset was horrific. Using my magic while ignoring the pain that was continuous, as the damn worm seemed to take relish in chewing on me, required my entire focus. The heat I could disregard. I was a child of Belarus. The heat of stars was part of that lineage. These temperatures were nothing to be concerned with. The acid I was able to traverse, making use of the unseely heritage. Cryonax allowed me to harness the absolute cold that existed in deep space and freeze the acid into solid compounds, allowing me to ignore that biological shitstorm. And shitstorm is what the fates had in store for me. In any biological organism, the process of ingestion always divides at some point. The materials digested either become nutrients to sustain that organism or become waste byproduct. I, King Tay Mac de Belleros, the Cryonax, having saved two worlds, had become nothing more than the droppings of an oversized worm. Now, if that isn't the shits, I'm not sure what is. Needless to say, I survived my ordeal. The crawler only getting one pass at making me a meal. I didn't bother to equip new armor or to clean myself. I was furious at the ignominy and embarrassment. Excrement be damned. That thing would die. I thought furiously as I withdrew another sword from my ring and channeled my affinity with cold through the blade. Rushing back at the departing crawler, I began hacking. Wide swaths of fury and outrage, breaking off huge chunks of the beast. The ability to channel absolute zero allowing me to shatter and destroy huge segments. I'm not sure how long it had taken for the damn thing to ship me out, but it took me seconds to destroy its caprice and leave the last vestige of neural functions twitching. Even this last semblance of life was an affront, and so I released a nova of fire so intense that rivulets of stone and crawler flowed together as newly formed lava. System notice. Your fortitude in the face of overwhelming odds is prodigious. Increase will. Two points. It was only after I had had my revenge and received that announcement that my hindbrain released control of my actions and my intellect engaged. The first thought was removing any trace of shit from my skin. The next, equipping armor. But then I paused to reflect on my actions and how I had survived. Finally, when I had calmed down 
and I realized I had ranked and leveled up, and never bothered to open my status menu to see what that meant. I accessed my system menu. System notice. Spell and skill status menu functionality have been restored. Note. System integration on Earth has allowed for an evolution of these abilities. Magic and skill, use, are more intuitive and organic. User is able to create spells that utilize affinities over 60%. Skills can be trained and acquired in the Ring of Hidden Depths, and no longer require activation costs to use. Name Tay Mac de Belleros e Cryonax King Level 3 Title Summerland's Protector Title Zeus's Bane Title Lifebringer Danu's Kiss You have been blessed by wild magic and the goddess Danu. The wee folk, sprites, and earth elementals will obey your commands. You can call upon the wild magic to enhance any spell cast once every third day. Sitherns created by you will conform and move to your will after creation. Health pool, 3,506. Magic strength, 4,706. Strength, 15.03. Agility, 20.03. Intellect, 25.03. Willpower, 22.03. Affinities, earth affinity, 15%. Air Affinity, 60%. Water Affinity, 15%. Fire Affinity, 100%. Nature Affinity, 75%. Death Affinity, 15%. Mind Affinity, 70%. Ice Affinity, 100%. Skills. One-Handed Sword, Master Rank. Dagger, Journeyman Rank. Armor, Master Rank. Two-Handed Sword, Journeyman Rank. Medium Shield, Master Rank. Perception. Grandmaster rank. Belaros Aura. An ability associated with those whose lineage and bloodline trace back to the god Belaros. Allows the user to create a fiery aura that protects the individual, heals damage, and inflicts burning effect damage to enemies. True Sight is active within the aura's radius. Dispels all illusions. Cryonax Aura. An ability associated with those whose lineage and bloodline trace back to the god Cryonax. Allows the user to create an aura that harmonizes with the elements of winter and absolute zero. True sight is active within the aura radius. Dispels all illusions. Spells. Nature's blessing. Allows the individual to commune with and claim lands and bind with the land's spirit. Warning. The binding process works both ways. The individual is claimed by the land as much as the land is claimed by the individual. Fire. Fire blast. Fire. Absorb shield. Fire plus air. New. Fireball. Nature. Heal self. Nature. Heal other. Air. Wind. Nature. Greater heal. Mind. Glamour. Air. Gale force. Air plus fire. Light Globe, Created Spells, Blight, Stonebreaker, Illusion, Look Away, Sacrifice, Portal, Summerland, Waypoint, Saved, Portal, Talum, Faction, Seely, 
minus 1,500, disliked. Unsealy, plus zero, neutral. As Guardian, minus 5,000, hatred. Olympian, minus 5,000, hated. Serununos, plus 5,000, revered. Volar Fey, plus 5,000, revered. Most of the bonuses from gems and jewelry were no longer effective. The Ring of Hidden Depths being the only exception. I was happy about the increase in abilities, but the real bonus had to be the ability to create spells and skills more fluidly. No longer needed to restrict my choices to system-approved and sanctioned choices. As long as my affinity was high enough, I could test the limits of my imagination. It meant a fighting and casting style that was more holistic and entombed with the evolving combat style I was working on. Not only satisfied, but ecstatic at the changes my rank up had supplied. I closed my status menu, much happier than I had been a few moments ago. Anger and disgust mitigated. I finally got around to remembering my plans before the encounter with the cave crawler. Gentlemen, I said after trudging back to where I had first discovered the Abaic. I decided not to reapply the look-away illusion. There seemed no point. The noise from the encounter with the crawler must have made my presence known. I think the fluctuations you have registered belong to the portal from the Summerlands that I just recently created. The ambient energies should return to normal quickly. The Abaic were on edge. Armored with weapons drawn, surrounded by the earth element, they were certain to have bonuses to abilities in their place of power. It may not have been the smartest thing I would ever do, striding forward like that, but all I could think of was that sometimes shit happens. They reacted explosively. The very ground, walls, and ceiling shaping into stone spears and spikes that targeted me instantly. I was just able to raise my shield in time to prevent serious damage, as the cave seemed to explode in fury. The earth rained down on me in continuous cycles of bombardment. Each spear, each spike, aimed lethally. They meant to kill. I understand reacting when startled but this was simply overkill. Granted, a knee-jerk reaction to being scared might be to lash out, but their bombardment continued long past the point where any uncertainty of who or what had addressed them should have become something they addressed. After an entire minute of their attacks, as my hastily cast shield began to be overwhelmed by a growing stockpile of earth, as more and more weapons were used to attack me, and shattered on my shield. I'd finally had enough. Deciding that turnabout was only fair, I cranked up Cryonax Aura, lowering the temperature in the pile of rocks, metal, and soil that was accumulating against my shield. Instantly, the rocks began to shatter, the absolute zero temperature of the aura, seeping in and finding any and all flaws, expanding what little moisture was contained within crevasses, I created my own bombardment of explosions and projectiles, my shield funneling the results back at the Abaic that it attacked. I doubted I would be able to do any real damage. Their constitution and body makeup was too resilient to be affected by the very realm they controlled. 
but my actions did work to give them pause, and those few seconds were long enough for me to gain their attention. Enough, I said. I mean you no harm, yet, but if you continue to attack, that will change. I simply wish to inform you of our presence, and perhaps solve the mystery of the fluctuations you may have detected. I am King Tay Mac de Belarossi Cryonax. I have used the portal to return from the Summerlands. With me are Duchess Wayne and her people, as well as two children of Danu. I think it was my announcing that there were children of Danu that snapped the Abaic out of their killing frenzy. The fear and wariness replaced by disbelief and wonder. To be claimed a child of Danu, a sea had to be a direct descendant or newly created. With Danu in sleep, that was impossible on Talon. Impossible, Anabaic exclaimed. The gods have not meddled in the affairs of our world in hundreds of thousands of years. What kind of idiocy are you trying to foster? If you are trying to claim the impossible in order to assuage the anger of their majesties, it is useless. That is, if he is King T, wasn't the missing royal a rank prince? Another Abaic said, joining the discussion. Are you suggesting a sea? Any sea would lie about who they are? I asked in amazement. A sea lie? He sneered. Of course not. Everyone knows a sealy would never lie, he continued, his voice filled with derision. He wasn't wrong. Sealy and unsealy could twist words so well that the truth was buried so deep in exposition that you would never know exactly what could be believed. That may be true, but I had made a definitive statement. I introduced myself and gave a name. I am King Tay Mac de Belaros E. Cryonax. This leaves no room for ambiguity or obfuscation. I answered my declaration authoritatively, and my words were given weight. Introducing oneself was different than sharing name. One was a matter of social convention. The other was imbued with the same touch of magic that Guise was formed with. No sea would lie. But even more important, no one would use the magics of name and true name. They resonated with a bit of the spark and essence that made you, you. An energy. A signature that could not be faked or counterfeited. A true name was similar to a word of power. A fundamental truth that would brook no prevarication. An individual had to be firm in their resolve to really understand who they were and where they fit, what role they intended to play in the universe. It was more than knowing your level, class, or rank. A true name was for all intents and purposes a statement of the true nature of who you are. It wasn't until I resolved the CERN dungeon that I finally understood what my role, what my life's journey would be. I would create a place where C could live. No ambiguity, no restrictions. We as a people had been too long divided between light and dark, seely and unseely. We had ignored 
and trivialize those we considered lesser, diminishing their achievements and contributions to our race. Danu's gift of a new race, a new opportunity, was not something I was willing to forsake. Sure, there may be some cynicism. People might believe that I used her gift as an excuse to accomplish what I was already scheming and plotting to do. And they may be right, to a point. There may be some cynicism. I may be a bit of an optimist. Even so, the fact that I could now share my true name meant that in the end, my decisions to take advantage somehow fulfilled and merged with my desires to become my life's work. One of the Abaic stepped forward, his movement almost in tandem with the rest of the Abaic, parting to allow him to take that step, to become more, the spokesperson for the group. You are correct. A sea does not lie, but there has been too many people discovered to be protected by illusion, enchantments and glamour to be certain. You really are, see. The destruction and revelation of Lord Kell and Lady Patricia's scheming and alliance with Olympians was only the tip of the iceberg. Duke Adoin has spent the last year rooting out and destroying the circle of influence and embedded spies that had infiltrated through his lands. They thought I might be cloaked in illusion. I suppose that made some sense. I had used glamour to hide and observe without being noticed, but that illusion was a harmless look-away spell. What exactly had happened that trust was so easily broken? I wondered if social wariness was the new norm, such that a sea king might be suspect. As I considered his words, something he said leapt out at me, something frightening in its implication. But it would explain how so much had been done to the tunnels and caves. How what appeared to be a fully formed mining endeavor was in full operation and it was much more worrisome than the fact they suspected my identity. Lord Kell and Lady Patricia and their scheming and plans had been revealed only a few days ago, perhaps ten at most. So how could a year have passed? And if it really had been that long, what must have happened to my people? 